There's no better teacher than life. I'm a person whose path to self-destruction led to self-discovery. My name's Adante, and this is Correct Me If I'm Wrong. Hey, welcome to Correct Me If I'm Wrong. This is episode two of the Trusting Your Struggle series. Episode one of the series was focused on how I made a transition from the streets to basketball and how my belief played a part in that. Episode two is going to be about the obstacles I faced since obtaining my bachelor's degree. It may come as no surprise to you that most employers do not want a criminal working in their organization. I use the word criminal not because I think I'm a criminal, but because when I fill out the criminal history section of the application, that is what the employer sees me as. Regardless of my accomplishments since then and the duration of time that has passed between incidents and now. Because of this, I've formed a couple of theories. One being about society and the perception of people who have made mistakes and have paid their retribution for those mistakes. And the second theory is what people who have a criminal history should do. My first theory is that society never forgives you. And once you make a mistake that is in your personal history record, you will always be just for that mistake, no matter how much time has elapsed. My second theory is people who have criminal records should look to start their own businesses rather than seek employment through established organizations. To support these claims, I'm going to give you an example from my own personal experience. So earlier this year, I applied to an organization. During the application process, the organization asks you if you have had a misdemeanor or a felony within the last five to seven years, to which I responded no. I do the interview for the company and I'm hired for the job. Prior to my interview, I had to submit a criminal history report to the Human Resources Office that would then be forwarded to a third party vendor for an external background investigation to be completed. This application, like most applications, had a disclosure section that read a misdemeanor or a felony conviction does not necessarily bar you from employment. So with all of my paperwork submitted and me having fully disclosed everything in my criminal history report, I am still selected to go through to the interview process. I go through to the interview process and I'm a candidate that is selected for the job. I'm called, I fill out more paperwork and I'm told that I will be starting the week after my vacation. While I'm on vacation, I receive a call from the hiring manager and she informed me that the human resource consultant who is in charge of signing off on all new hires rescinded my job offer. And the reason for the job offer recension was dishonesty on the application. When I heard this, I was shocked. I was completely taken aback because I had already put in a two weeks notice at my other job. So to get the news that my job offer was rescinded was mind blowing. I had a newborn baby and a wife and bills. And all I could think about was, what are they talking about? I fully disclosed on every section and I even submitted more paperwork that disclose my criminal history. So I had to submit paperwork about my criminal history three times. There's no way that I lied three times if I happened to mistakenly had checked the box incorrectly, which I didn't. So the hiring manager also tells me that an email was sent with the findings of the criminal history report. And if there's any inconsistencies that I should call the HR consultant and let her know that it's not incorrect. So I go look at the contract that was sent to me from the third party vendor and also look at the policy of the organization and both read that if there's any discrepancy 
with your background and the reported findings, you have five days to report that there's a discrepancy and have that grievance period. I called the organization the same day I received the rescinding notice. And I told her there was a mistake. I did not allow my application and the felony conviction that they are finding on my background is in fact false. And I do not have a felony on my background. I also tell this HR consultant that I will be back in town this weekend and I can meet with her Monday and bring her proof that the findings from this third party vendor are incorrect. I had the proof because for the other job that I was leaving, I had just done a criminal history report through the FBI database that had all of my charges listed out. So the findings that this third party vendor found were not actually from the FBI database that ran fingerprints. I honestly think the information they had came from a Google search. That's, that's honestly what I think. I think what they did was put my name into Google and then one of those criminal records history things pop up. And then it's like a thousand people with my name and you have to try to go and say, well, he said he lived at this address before. Let me click on this guy and see what comes up. I don't know if they actually ran my social security number or anything with that background check. So after I speak to the consultant and tell her I will be in town Monday and we can speak about it in person and I will bring support and documents that show that this criminal history report that they received is actually false. She tells me I'm a liar and I did not disclose. And she says, we already gave a position to someone else. So you're just out of a job. And then she once again, she calls me a liar again after I say, listen, lady, there's a misunderstanding. I was completely truthful and I have the evidence to prove it. So I was called a liar three times on that phone call. I get back to town and I start to demand a meeting. And I tell them, once I get my meeting, that it says here that you have five days for a grievance period to which you can challenge any discrepancies or any inconsistencies on your background history report. I tell them I was not given a five days grievance period and my job was taken away and given to someone else. And that is clearly a violation of their policy. I'm glad I was able to do this because I showed them that not only did I learn something in college, I also learned something in jail, which is you have to play the game that other people are playing around you. See, a lot of times in situations like this, people let their frustration and their anger get the best of them and people do not want to fight. But there's always a way to fight when you are wrong. There are always protections out there and people should look for those protections. And if it's in writing, it's never not worth it to fight it. It's always worth it to fight it. I know despite every part of their body and mind saying, damn, we messed up. We do not want this criminal working for us. They knew they had to get me the job or a job because if not, I was going to sue theirs. So what choice did they have? They gave me the job. And when they gave me the job, everyone still thought I was some ignorant scumbag criminal that could not be trusted. After working there for a couple of weeks, People said, oh my gosh, no one's to judge you for your background. Everyone makes a mistake. I mean, I let my kids drink all the time and they're underage. That's the type of tea they start spilling to me. Or, oh, I've stolen things before. I've broken a law. I just wasn't called. Everyone does it. It's, it's, it doesn't decide anyone's character because everyone makes mistakes and you were so young. So once you know me, you can say these things, but before you knew me, you judged me off a sheet of paper. That is what society does. Society is a judgmental place. And people judge you before they know you all the time. 
this goes back to something that people know called unconscious bias or implicit bias, and they exist all around us in this world. The silver lining of this story was I did not give up. I knew I did not lie, and I fought them to prove that I did not lie. But this is just one story. Since then, I've applied to multiple companies, and I have been turned around after taking conditional job offers and things like that because of my background. Regardless of everything, regardless of how they think I'm such a good person with integrity and dignity and pride and honesty, none of that matters once they see that background. So facing and dealing with all of these struggles of begging and asking someone for a job and being turned around because past mistakes, it empowered me to want to start my own businesses. It empowered me to say the only way I can be successful in this world and not be judged is to go out and get my own. So trusting your struggle is also about enduring. It's about falling down and getting back up. There will always be obstacles in life that you have to face. Doors are gonna close. Other doors will open. If no door opens, get a, get a saw and cut a hole in the wall and make your own door. You have to take life by the horns. You have to take your future into your own hands. Create your own destiny, carve your own path, forge your own trail. I'm pretty sure that's how that saying goes. I'm not the best at saying phrases because I'm just out of the loop. I'm lost in the sauce, the sauce of my own. And that brings me to a good point. Get lost in your own sauce. Trust in your own abilities during your hard times. Keep confidence. Be sure of yourself and know what you can do because that'll help you endure and not give up. Thanks for listening. See you next time.